Welcome to Two Lads One Podcast. What up, people? This is Khalid, or you can also call me the Six Five Guy, the Warake Warrior, Sharpest Shooters, or the Real Odubu. You can call me Fine, Justifying, Unfiltered, Uncensored, Real Talk. Two friends talking shop. We have politically incorrect conversations and just get into the deep stuff. So take a seat, strap yourselves in, and get ready for a wild ride, motherfuckers. What up, Brody? What's going on? How's your week been? Week's been cool. Week's been actually very relaxing, man. Very relaxing. I've loved it. Loved every bit of it. Not had to do much at all. What about you? Same old shit. Overworked, underpaid, but, you know, we keep it moving. (laughs) So just being an adult. Same old shit, man. We have a guest today. Would you like to introduce yourself? (laughs) Hi, my name is Tomo. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, well, so go on. There must be something else. Come on. Come on. Come on. Um, I, that's about it. Like, what else? What else? Toma. Toma talks. Oh, yes. You know. okay. okay. My name is Toma. Um, I do this thing on Instagram called Toma Talks once every, like, six months. This is really interesting. When you can be bothered. Every six months. When you can be bothered. Exactly. I'm, hmm. I'm a personal shopper and... A hospitality consultant. So, yeah. so you about your bag? I mean, yes. yes <laughs> I was just here. I was just hearing money, man. When she was saying all that stuff, <laughs> that's all I was hearing, man. But that's what we like. We like. We like a woman that's about her money, her own money, not another man's money, her own money. I mean, we like another man's money too. But yeah, we move. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so yes, Toma, my dear friend, welcome to Two Lads, One Podcast. Lovely to um, be here. But today we're going to call it Two Lads, One Lass, and One Podcast. That's what we're going to call it. Nice. Okay, so, Toma, how's your week been? What have you been up to? My week has been pretty good, actually. Um, yeah, pretty chill, nothing, mm. nothing too Turn up. interesting. My birthday's next week, so excited. What are the plans for the birthday? <laughs> there are no plans. I'm turning 25, but yeah, it's a oh, baby girl. Oh my Young. god, I, I suddenly feel so fucking old. I don't ever want to hear that again. <laughs> yeah, no. remember when we were 25, bro, bro. <laughs> Feels like yesterday. Wow. <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story. How me and Toma actually met was in oh, Dubai. Mm-hmm. You know? So we went to Rocks, you know. Mm-hmm. When then, um, I think it, w- I think it was a dead night. So we were outside, we were outside chilling, and then Toma was there. And then I noticed Toma was surrounded by a flock of beautiful women. Mm-hmm. Never met Toma, so you know, I rolled up like the suave charmer I am. I sat down next to Tom mm-hmm. because I saw, you know, she was the epicenter. She was the one conducting all the, you know. Mm, the ringleader. So I said, you know, so I sat down, you know, I was chopping up because, look, the easiest way to get to these girls, you have to speak to them, madame. So Absolutely. I was speaking to them, madame, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I was there just talking and then 
I was just like, you know, but I was just go so I just threw it out there, like, you know, I asked one girl, like, how old are you? She goes, mm. I'm 19. I said, okay, then. Well, I think, um, <laughs> I think the night's done. It's been great meeting you, and Toma and I have been friends since. So, yes. speaking of women <laughs> and all that, we go into the topic, and it is how do you talk to a woman? So, how do you approach mm. a woman, you know, for the first time? And all that. So, Khalid, I think you should set pace. How do you talk to a woman? Okay. Um, so, I, I'm, I can only really draw from my own perspective. Um, of course. And I'll start by saying a few things that I don't believe guys should do. Too many common mistakes that guys seem to make. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the first one, this is a very, very Nigerian thing. The first one is being being the class clown. <laughs> guys guys over the years have learned that oh many women respond to humor and many women respond to guys being funny being charming being easygoing that it, it breaks the ice allows you to get to know each other etc but too many guys get obsessed with that idea to the point where you're the court jester every single conversation is a joke you're always laughing you're always <laughs> trying to oh force banter banter to Mm-hmm. To the point where, like, you're pigeonholed as the guy who's always cracking jokes, who who can't be taken seriously, and you're not being, you're not ever going to be seen as anything more than that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that's definitely one of the things guys should be wary of. Another one for me is being overly sexual too quickly. Ooh. Again, very, yeah. very very nigerian machismo kind of thing you're talking to a girl it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that's because you're talking to a woman who you even find attractive that every single thing that comes out of your mouth has to be sex related she tells you that she had a hard week and you're like oh how do you handle things that are hard mm-hmm. and all those <laughs> juvenile things Someone, I'm, i wonder if you can relate to any of this I, I was about to say, I've never heard that one before, but interesting. Really? <laughs> yeah, never. <laughs> oh, I, I know for sure. I've definitely used that. 1,000%. Oh, I, know I, I know I've used that. Sexual Norendo, 1,000%. She's probably like, oh my God, it's raining. I'm so wet. I'm like, how wet are you? Come on, yeah. man. We've all been young. We've all been foolish. We've all been dumb. But definitely, um, Sexual Norendo, 1,000%. So anyway, carry on, bro. I'm going to, because I have a whole thing. So what else? What else do you have? Yeah. And then there's this one that trips a lot of guys up when when they hear about it. When guys hear that, oh, girls don't like nice guys, they assume that it means girls don't like guys who are good to their families or who are like loyal partners (laughs) or who are like polite to people who are serving them at restaurants. That's not what women mean generally when they say they don't like nice guys. Good human beings. (laughs) Yeah, being a good person is not what they're talking about. There's Uh a particular kind of insincere niceness that some guys like to put up when they're talking to women. And it it involves things like, like laughing excessively when a woman has never cracked a funny joke in her life. Stop showing your 32. <laughs> stop laughing. Stop, you know, jumping up and down hysterically because she's fine and she's talking to you. She's not funny. 
Yeah. And she, she knows that. Like, she knows that you're trying way too hard to please her. Like, women tend to be, in my experience, better judges of character and body language and okay. stuff. So when a guy is doing all that stuff, it's very, very transparent. So aside from stuff like that, involving that false sense of niceness, also when you're complimenting a woman excessively, like all those unearned compliments too early, like you're, you met her yesterday, you guys are having a conversation and then you're like, oh, you're so beautiful, man. You're raw. You're the most beautiful girl I've ever met. Like you're so fine. I can't even get you out of my head since the day we ran into each Bro, too much too soon. You have to, as a guy, you have to act like you're the fucking prize sometimes. You can't be mm-hmm. out here mm-hmm. dishing, giving girls everything and more than they deserve too, like too soon. You don't know her. She's not your girl. She has no attachment to you. Why are you sharing her with praise like this? So, yeah, those are just Definitely. like three quick things that I would advise um, guys to avoid um, when talking to women. I would uh, even jump in and say, I'm sure Thomas had those kind of guys. They just over-compliment you. How do you take it? Oh, wow. Um, Go on. So, I know. I know you. Um, Over-complimenting. Well, so the thing with over-complimenting is you can see right off the top that it's not genuine. Um, mm. And it's really, it, it, it's, it's all, it's a lot, a lot of the times very contrived. So it's like they have a list of things that they tell everybody. So the things are mm. not peculiar to you. It's like, oh, you're the most beautiful girl in the world. Oh, you're so nice. Oh, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. All those kinds of things. Okay, that's nice. But like, what else? And what is also pertinent to my character as a person? Do you understand? Um, I'm the kind of person I like when people see things in me that they don't see in everybody else and they point that out. That's very important to me. Um, so yeah, it's like it's like there's a handbook that guys, especially in Lagos, look, Lagos is the ghetto. Mm. But... <laughs> oh, Jesus. Shout out to Lagos guys, I beg. <laughs> especially in Lagos. Um, there's, it's, like, it's like a handbook. Um, yeah, so it's it's very annoying. It's it's not genuine. I don't want to hear the same thing from like five different people. Like, yeah, it's it's stressful. Interesting. You see, with what can lead what you've said, what and some of what you've said, the honest mm-hmm. truth is this: guys will spew and recycle the same bullshit for a bit for a slice of vagina. Yeah, this is just what mm-hmm. it is. They will they will tell three four girls the same thing, copy paste. They probably have it saved in their notes. Of course. I'm sorry, as a guy, first things first, that over niceness you spoke about, no girl wants that, mm-hmm. because a lot of girls eventually see that as smothering. Mm-hmm. You're smothering them, like, what's all this? Like, they don't, they don't want the guy to come across like the doormat. They don't want all that. But, you know, be an asshole. However you guys take that, that's cool, but I'm telling you right now, the girls want an asshole. I mean, be an asshole if you want to, if you are an asshole. Do you understand? That, that's, yes, that's, that's what I'm character, going, you can't, you can't force exactly it. Yes. Yeah. You can't force it. But you see all that mm, niceness and uh, they don't want that. Let me tell you now, a lot of girls don't even know what they want. They don't know what they want. I mean, neither do, do guys, <laughs> but that's, that's story for another day. No, absolutely. No one, no one really knows what they want until they fully get into it, get to know each other. Then you're like, you know what? Huh? I, I, I might, I might like mm-hmm. you. You know. 
One thousand percent. Um. So for me, how do you how do you talk to him? I think there's the cliche saying that is be yourself. Yeah. And that's fine. But I'm going to be honest. A lot of you guys don't want to be yourself. I'm telling you right now. A lot, a, of, a lot of you guys probably shouldn't be yourself. You're exactly. you're an asshole or an idiot. Yeah. Try and be you're better an than yourself. And your personality is like that of a brick wall. Mm. You know. So, I don't really know how to advise guys, but for me, uh, me, I'm, you guys know what I'm like. I'm an easygoing, I'm not even going to say I'm a nice guy, I'm me. Yeah, you're you. And, and, I guess, when I was much younger, talking to girls was a lot harder. Because I Mm -hmm. went to boarding school in England, and I was surrounded by white women snow bunnies who who thought they shouldn't be talking to a black guy because it's kind of taboo but at the same time they're kind of interested you Mm -hmm. know and then it kind of from a young age messes with you like how do i approach you man am i saying the right thing am i not saying the right thing so honestly as i got older i pretty much it's trial and error because i think to to understand how to talk to a woman, you should also be able to deal with rejection. Yeah. Comes hand in mm-hmm. hand. A lot of men are not willing to chop rejection. If a girl rejects them, they now go with, oh, after all, you're ugly, I beg. <laughs> Dead oh, babe, no. I beg. This is it. No, God, do people still do yes. that? People still do that. 1,000% oh. people still do that. So, with me, I just think you just... There, oh, there is always something you can say that is not cliche when you meet someone for the third... There's context. You can be in a shopping mall. You can be personally approaching girls in a club. I personally don't think it's convenient or as easy as music videos make it out to be. It's yeah. not. It's loud. You can't hear yourselves. People are sweating. She's probably irritated because 10 guys have approached her before you. So there's that. Um, and another thing in the world we live in today, a lot of guys and girls don't actually know how to talk to themselves because of social media. Mm. Mm. This culture of DMing has really hindered our human-to-human interaction. Mm-hmm. Because people... It's easy, you know. A lot of people have built an Instagram relationship by just sending memes to one another. <laughs> and some people, some girls, some guys, you know, see that as flirting some way. So, yeah. you know. Then when you guys meet in person, you find out you actually don't know it much about yourself and he's very boring and she's extremely boring and there's also the thing of um people being completely different on social media to what they are actually in real life so effectively you're being catfish you think you're talking to this very cool nice guy funny guy this this that but in person him or her boring nothing yeah Absolutely yeah. nothing. Um, then you spoke about comment, um, compliments. Compliments are great, but don't dish it out off the jump. Don't yeah. do that. Nah, let her work for it. Like you said, you're also the prize. Let her work for mm-hmm. the compliment. You know, and guess what? You see a lot of women. Come on, I'm gonna say this. You see a lot of women. Um, they don't want you to act like the previous guy. They want to know why you are not yeah. somewhat serenade, serenading them off yeah. the jump. Like, who the hell do you think you are? 
Mm-hmm. Why are you not saying it? Why are you not complimenting them? Why are you not? And all that. So I think it's important to do that. Me, again, I don't compliment off the job. I just talk to you. Mm-hmm. And I think when you just honestly talk, so no strings attached, no pressure, just talk. Yeah. If she rejects you, she rejects you. Mm-hmm. If she likes you, and this is another thing. I might be wrong, but Tom, I need you to be very honest okay. here. Off, off the jump, mm-hmm. when a woman meets you, mm-hmm. I think in that second, she knows if she wants to fuck you. Of course. In that second. Of course. However, however, it's now down to you to fuck it up. Mm-hmm. It's, it, I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking about the man. Yes. It's now down yes. for the man yes. to fuck it yes. up. Yes. Because yes. she's seen, she's like, you know what? I would like him to part me open. But now, I mean, not in, not in so many words, but okay, I mean, yes. Look, yes. look, you know, you see a tall, dark chocolate man with the beard, you know, glistening in the sun like a Greek god. Okay. You want it? No, okay, so for me, no, until I hear you okay. speak, then I, I then I know if I if I want, you know, because I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm, a, I'm not very surface, I like also people's character and i'm very attracted to people's character so um yeah yeah I, f- I feel like if you if i see you and i talk to you i know like the first two times if okay this is somebody that i want and don't get like the way that men want women women mm-hmm. also want men in the same way one thousand as vocal i mean now mm-hmm. i, I mm-hmm. think uh, there's there's room for us to be vocal but we're not just as assertive because i personally i'm a bit more traditional i would prefer that the man was mm-hmm. assertive um but you know you know how to so i say this thing i like to be led so if you lead the mm. conversation mm. yes i like to be, i really like to be led um so if you lead the conversation I, trust me i'll i'll kick the ball running like don't don't even worry i'll finish the work you know so it's uh, i'm here spilling my whole life but yeah (laughs) talk that talk man (laughs) so thomas thomas you're not the kind where the guy's leading the conversation and you're giving him one word replies and you're creating obstacle courses that's not me that's not me i mean i feel like Hmm. that's very pointless and I, i like to talk you know i like to engage people um you know i like all of that so I make I try and make it easy for the other person, you know, if we're talking, you know, I bring up another conversation and just, you know, keep it rolling in that sense. But I'll say this, mm-hmm. I'll say this. Mm-hmm. The topic we're talking about how men should talk mm-hmm. to women, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of men, and I say this from experience, a lot of men honestly are very monotonous if, if that's the word it's it's always uh-huh. the same thing have you eaten or oh, what did you do today did you go that's that's the, that's the love language uh, right there have you oh, eaten please. like i'm trying oh. to feed you i'm trying to feed oh. you i'm trying to that's a crucial you know. question right I there mean, okay like... great but the fa- it's not an exam it's not a, it's it's not we're not reciting something Tell me something different. <laughs> Ask me something different. Okay. okay, Thomas. So so if I if I was to mess you up like you know what, hey, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. I would like to take you out for dinner at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Let's go. That's what you want. Look, if he that's my love language right there. Let Ooh. me know. Oh. 
Free I'm food. not the kind of pe- don't ask me when am I going to see you I will air you if you ask me when am I going to see you if you tell me mm-hmm. we're going to let's say we're going to Shiro no. at 8pm no, on I knew you were going to say that I knew you were going to Shiro chop his money at, chop at, his money at 8pm on Tuesday 7.55 I'm in my car or at the door waiting for you to come and pick me up it's you don't you don't need there's 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 no need for all that fronting. I like that assertiveness because it it, it it's attractive. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's very attractive. So don't ask me when I get to see you again. Oh, please. <laughs> but you see, but you see that assertiveness you're talking about. We have to consider the climate we're in. Because nowadays, if a guy is assertive towards a girl, you, before you know, we're talking about assault here. No, okay. So let me, let me, let me then, let me then. You see, you see, you see, you see. I'm not even, I'm not even talking about you. I'm just, in general. Mm. There's some because a, a lot of guys will hear you say, you know, you want someone to come on strong. Mm-hmm. You want him to Take be assertive. Charge. And some guys will see that as, bro, they will follow you around the mall. They will follow you <laughs> to wherever this is you're true. going. This is true, everybody. So, so. Where do we draw the line is the question. Exactly. Okay, so we're talking about how guys should talk to a girl. A very big part of talking is listening. And I feel like a lot of guys Mm -hmm. are not emotionally intelligent to read other cues. And guys Mm -hmm. are very headstrong in in a way, so you're not going to pick up on those social cues. If a girl is folding her arms... Or if she says, you know, leave me alone, or if she's like, oh, I'm not interested, or um, yeah, if she if she says things like that, you should be emotionally intelligent enough to be like, okay, no, 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 this is you know something else. Look, trust me, if you leave her alone and she comes back to you, then you know, okay, this is these are mixed signals. Nigga, sounds like a boomerang to me, man. What do you mean if I leave her okay, alone and she comes back? If he, there's some girls. That Go I like on. That. Mm-hmm. Some girls are like I know. That, okay? Yes. But just yes. on a general scale, I feel like just to be responsible as a man, you need to know how to pick up on cues. Okay. If someone says literally N O, no, thank you, I do not want, then leave it alone. It's mm-hmm. really that simple. Mm-hmm. There's that. Someone see, that says no doesn't want is to it be though? assertive. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is it because you say that there are women that do that. Yes. However, in their head, because they have this checklist, they want you to push further. They really want mm. to see how much you want it. Is well because I said no, he's going to stop. Oh, he gave up that easily. Oh exactly. God, he's exactly. not even serious. He wants, and then there are the women that you know they say no, and then the guy now serenades them with money. Mm-hmm with gifts mm-hmm. and then they say yes and the truth is it's fucking up for a lot of you women yeah because a lot of guys are now walking around saying okay just because she said was it not this last one that i bought so so and so after she said no and she agreed so it's it's very confusing like it's not as clear cut as i'll that. tell you why it's not confusing okay if a girl says no and then you offer her money or bags or nice things then she's not saying yes to you she's saying yes to the nice things that's really that simple okay. it's not it's really not rocket science and and you know i live in lagos lagos is as superficial as anything can be mm-hmm. if 
if someone I, I i personally don't do this but if someone approaches a, a you know nice looking girl and you're just talking and let's say you bring out you know 100k and you're like oh, here's you know and the money will talk for you but she'll follow you for the money so a nigga's pulling out a hundred k from his pocket. I mean, yeah, is that yeah. Was saying, and just some, some, some some niggas are walking around with yeah, hundred k is is one k one k bundle. Yeah, it's possible. Khalid, Khalid, is this what you're doing in Lagos? You're pulling out a hundred stack. Khalid, That's definitely not, definitely not me. But yeah, I know it's happening. It sure. Okay, okay. But what, what I wanted, what I wanted to say though, what I wanted to say though, in response to that is, for a lot of guys, a woman agreeing. Because he's flashed the money and the woman agreeing because she's genuinely interested in him. There's really no difference to him because both scenarios end in a relationship anyway. It has a high success rate for him anyway. So he's like, you know, what exactly is the difference? She's professing her love for me. We ended up dating for eight, eight months, one year, whatever. Right. And, you know, I got what I wanted. She seemed happy. We were a committed couple. So why should I? Why should I, in future, avoid you know bringing out the money when a girl says no? Wow, that's 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 really interesting. But I'll tell you this: it's the same thing as a woman sleeping with a guy because she wants to keep him. It's the same thing. Mm. Girls are yeah. getting better mm. at compartmentalizing, so she can be with you. You can be in a committed relationship, but just know that the person that she actually likes is somebody else and it will it will always end up in a situation of oh this isn't really what i want you know i want something different because at the end of the day she didn't want you in the first place i tell you for a fact if a woman wants you like i said before she's gonna work and she's gonna do everything that is in her power to sort of manage the situation or manage the relationship for us we see a bit more long term than you guys see and so if if, mm. if if you were saying, oh, it's a high success rate for him. Yes, it is. But if, if they end up breaking up, then she really wasn't for him. And I think if you can, if, if, if you've had experience with this, you can, you can testify. Because I, I know for a fact, if I see someone that I like, I'm not thinking, oh, this is this, you know, this is somebody that I want to, you know, sleep with or somebody that i want to you know just it's it's not it's not it's not a short-term thing for me and for a lot of people mm-hmm. that i know a lot of girls that i know but for a guy it's like oh she looks nice you know i like guys usually like the idea mm-hmm. of women they really don't like the women but we're more intuitive yes we, yeah I women agree. are more very, intuitive. Very like, like Khaled said before we were better judges of character. So if we're with you enough to commit to you and align our lives with your lives, we're thinking long term. Don't get it twisted. Don't forget about what we're saying. We are thinking long term. That yeah, that's 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 all I say with regards to that. No, no, that's interesting. But you know, you 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 said women are getting better at compartmentalizing yeah. things. They um. But you see, I don't know if that's a good thing because that just sounds to me like, yeah, (laughs) men and women are just broken. That's (laughs) that's really what is. They're both broken and they're just dealing with each other at the time while filling in the void until they're ready for that guy or girl that's 
that's stress it man. is it is stress um and that's why communication is very important you have to listen and you have to hear what the other person is saying there's so many things that we need to like, i really wish everyone was emotionally intelligent enough to read in between the lines you know if a guy like so for example for me i'm just i'm just gonna veer off a bit for me i'm a bigger girl so i'm fat for for lack of a better word if again, wow, Tom, I just wow, that was honest. It's true. <laughs> just, just, just yeah, carry so on. Just talk. The first, <laughs> the first few times that a guy talks to me, I know if he likes me because I'm fat, or he likes me regardless mm. of the fact that I'm fat. And I say regardless of the fact because mm. being fat is part of my personality. Like it, I've been fat all my life. It is what it is. So you either like mm-hmm. me or you don't. Mm or you like me because mm-hmm. I'm fat, or you just like Toma. They're two different things. So I can tell, oh, mm-hmm. I like your body. Okay, great. Any other thing you mm-hmm. like about me? <laughs> do, you, do you see what I mean? Fair enough, fair enough. It's very strange. And so I've, I've learned, you know, in the first two, three times, I know for a fact if this one is a chubby chaser, if it's not, or if he's not. It's very, very, it's very evident. And so that's the thing with reading in between the lines. It's nice to be liked. It's nice to like people, but you need to also listen. It's nice to communicate. It's nice to talk on the phone. It's nice to, you know, go out on dates, but you need to listen and communicate. So if this is something that you want, great. But if you're not going to be okay with the fact that somebody likes a part of you, you know, whether it's money or whether it's the fact that you have, you know, big boobs or a big bum or whatever if you're not fine with the person just liking that part of you then don't do it and i don't think anyone should be fine with that yeah look it all boils down to communication i'm a big believer that and what we're we're talking about is because i believe social media has really blurred the lines I believe half of our problems in relationships or connecting with the opposite sex will be solved if we just spoke to each other face-to-face yeah. or over the yeah. phone than sending gifts, memes, LOLs when we're, when we're straight-faced on the other side of the phone, not finding what he or she is saying funny. You see, communication is important because the truth of the matter is if, like you said, a lot of women want to just fuck. Yeah. Just like yeah. a lot of men. They do. Mm-hmm. If we're honest with it, hey, I'm a big, I'm an advocate. Like, I put my fist up in the air for this. Look, if I just want a slice of warm JJ, okay. I say it. This is, this is what I want. It's, it's always and a slice. That's, that's the measurement. Really like, you, I've never heard that before. Sometimes it might be a double decker. It's not always a slice. Sometimes it might be, you know, it depends how you feel. So I always say because I think when you say that, then you've laid your cards on the table, and she now, she can now make the decision. No, I'm not cool with that. That's fine. You know what? Me Uh too. There women, there women that also want to do that, but a lot of guys are not good at that, and. Because I believe a lot of men now generally are gameless fox. They don't know how to talk mm. to women. They don't know. So mm-hmm. that whole alpha male bravado, being loud, being obnoxious and all that is all a cover-up for the lack of personality, the lack of knowing how to speak to a woman or whatnot. And because a lot of women are also simpletons, mm. they fall for that. Yeah. <laughs> and 
because that's what I said, because that now works. Unfortunately, look, the truth is, Tom, a lot of these simple women are fucking up for you guys. Yeah, because just the same way I say um, fuck boys are fucking up for real guys. Because mm-hmm. you, you, you happen to, what if this, this stupid thing you're doing, this simpleton has fallen for it. It's worked, you know. So you now go, a guy now comes to you, Toma, and he tries the same yeah. thing. And that's why guys again, I talk about bad, so. a, a, and that's because he can't handle yeah. the rejection. How, how dare yeah. you not fall for his charm, air mm. quotes? How, mm-hmm. how dare you reject yeah. him? And it all boils down to that. So it's people being observant and picking mm-hmm. up on cues, but a lot of people are horrible sure. at that. Sure. Horrible at that. They believe because I'm talking to you, do you know mm. who I am? And this is the thing. Do you know I'm verified on mm. Instagram? Like, mm. come on. Like, you should, uh, Do you know how many followers I have? And those little things, what messes up yeah. for everyone? That's the truth. It's just, yeah, man. Social media has just—it's—it's really affected a lot of things. It really—it really has. Uh, It's sad, but this is the this is the world we live in, man. This is really the world we live in. Um, uh, yeah, it's sad. Kelly, what would you like to say? Because I think you're about to say something. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna ask Tom my question. So, Mm. on this whole topic of you know how guys talk to women, I've always wondered. For for you and for women generally, if you yeah. can or can't speak to that, do women respond to um, guys pick up lines or guys gain quote unquote? Is it is it dependent on location? So, for example, if a guy is hitting on you mm-hmm. at Chicken Republic, are you going to respond differently than if that same guy was hitting on you at the club? Like, does location matter? Well, that's very interesting. For me personally. I don't think that location matters. I don't think that location matters. Um, for a lot of women, I don't. I actually, I, I think I can speak to the fact that I don't think it matters. Um, it really all just depends on the person. It really all just depends on the person because if if you, if, okay, so if I were to respond to somebody in Chicken Republic, it would be different. Obviously, for the reason that that if we had um spoken about earlier it's loud it's noisy but if you approach me with a certain kind of they're calling it on twitter vim these days if you big dick yeah, energy big exactly. dick energy that's what it is if big you, dick energy if you approach yeah. me with that kind of energy <laughs> it, i don't care where it, it can be literally in the parking lot of i don't know it can be anywhere but if, if you come up with, with a certain kind of energy and if you know you look nice obviously if he knows my spec if you look nice and yeah yeah mm-hmm. it, it, it really doesn't matter it really doesn't matter i think yeah mm-hmm. um i agree with that but the, but i keep touching on you're not picking up girls in the club man you yeah, the guys that do it don't get you are, but man, many guys are, are. i'm telling no, you no 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 that's the yeah I'm speaking for me because it's loud. It's, it's just, there's always don't you know that that the, thirty minutes outside the club went because you know club uh, but that, but you see that's different that's different three, so that's three, different three thirty is where it really happens if you don't know 
you see, but that's what you see. I'm talking about in yeah. the club. I'm not talking about when oh, you yes. walk up because the moment you walk out, it's a different yeah. thing. The longer you wait, the lower your standards drop, and then you start dropping yeah. gems to any yes, and everybody. Yeah. One, th- it's true though. Okay, the club finishes at three o'clock. You know, you're there. You're waiting. Yeah. You know, you're trying to see what what yeah. am I saying? It's three yeah. fifteen. You're still not getting yeah. any play. It's three twenty. You're like, you know what? Yeah. Oh my, she's not bad from behind. Yeah. Sure. It's the girls so... that rise you end up with. Yeah. Too bad. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's true. To be honest, I'm you, because me, I've gone through my cartoons. So what's going on? Yeah, no, no, I, I, I hear you. You know, but, 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 but the outside the club, one thousand yeah. percent. I'm just talking about being in the actual yeah. club while there's music playing. Okay. Don't guys that. I'm sure that guys are the guys that have better game than me. One thousand percent. They are guys that do this. Personally, I just think the whole thing is is stressful. But outside the club, definitely, that's when you really yeah. know who's who. I've seen guys pick up girls outside a ridiculous amount of girls yeah. outside of the club. But Kali, what are you saying? Mm-hmm. You're trying to say you pick up girls in the club, like even when the music is playing, Chris Brown, you dance around, bust a move, them. and all that, and then pick them up. They said bust a move. <laughs> like, come on, we we all know, we all know. We when we were younger, we thought life was a music video. You go in the club, you know, you, you start sliding around, sound. <laughs> like a Think, goddamn idiot. <laughs> Thinking, you know what? Well, I'm gonna do the work, you know, a body roll. Come on, man. But yeah, so what about you in the club? Are you picking up women to leave? Is that what you're saying? Um, no, so the quote unquote success I've had in the club, funny enough, has been women coming up to me, oh, and then oh. striking up conversation that way, and then just be that. I'll just at the end of the day, we might not have spoken for up to 10 minutes. I might just signal that I'm bringing out my phone and then she puts her number in and then we take it elsewhere, like maybe the next yes, day, something yes. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But as far as sitting down, having a full-blown conversation nah. in the club, nah. When I'm in nah. when I'm in the club, I'm not honestly looking to really talk to or hear what the woman has to say. I'm just, it's like, yeah. look, what are you doing after you come over? You come over to the crib, like, what are we doing? There's no need for us to engage because look, when I when I used to go out clubbing like that, I was going out to see who I could take home, yeah. who I could smash. I'm not looking to, mm-hmm. I, I'm not I'm not looking to wife anybody in the club. That's not what this mm-hmm. is. I'm sorry. Like Chris Brown and Joe Santana said, back to the crib. Okay. That's what we're trying to do. You're looking nice. Your ass is fat. Your titties are big. What are we doing? That's it. I'm not trying to um, drop some Shakespeare gems while music is blasting and all that. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so there are definitely ways to talk to women. Just I think everyone just has to find their own sweet spot. There's no um Yes, yes, yes. One way fits all the it's again, I wanna make this clear. It is okay to be funny. It is not okay to force mm-hmm. force force being funny. Mm-hmm. I hate it when mm-hmm. I'll be with a I'll be with a couple of guys, we'll all be chilling, couple of girls walking. All of a sudden, it's like a stand-up show. Yeah. Niggas think that Dave Chappelle. <laughs> niggas mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know. Or you have guys that now want to talk. Ah, my G are gone. You know, he's even with the mechanic. Oh ah, almost. It, it's and a lot of guys. You guys need to understand. Women know you're bullshitting. You okay. Trust okay. Me. Can I say yep. something? Go on. Speak. I have. I have. I have. I have a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. guys please not introduce women to an energy that they cannot sustain? 
because ah, it is, it is it. so problematic right so you're trying to talk mm-hmm. to a girl and you know you just you your your name dropping and you know you're saying this and mm. you're saying that women are intuitive we've we've established that fact because oh goodness Let speak, us not, speak it, on it. all i'm saying is do not introduce her to a wavelength that you cannot sustain it is going to end up and that's why i really the, i really think the takeaway from this is just be yourself um, I mean, be your mm-hmm. best self when you're talking to a woman. I think, um, mm-hmm. be just be your mm-hmm. best self, your your mm-hmm. most gentlemanly self, but also like your most big dick energy self, and your most. You see, you see now, now, now you're just confusing. No, I'm not people. confusing. You're saying puma. All the we're just confusing of men. Your character, let them be heightened when you're talking to a woman. Okay, so bring out the okay. best of whatever is in your character. That's what I'm saying. So if so if you're a natural nerd, be a nerd times ten thousand, right? But times you know whatever capacity you want it to be. Tomo, what you're saying is, um, he shouldn't introduce you to an energy he can't sustain. That's what you were saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, continue, please speak on that. What did you say? You said he couldn't. Um, a man shouldn't introduce you to an energy he can't sustain. Yes. So, um, enlighten us. What do you mean? So, an energy you can't sustain is essentially... So, you're, you're talking to a girl. Oh, yeah. And when David... Oh, I was with David at the studio. And when, you know, you know when Burner was? And, oh, my God, my uh, G-Wagon. And, you know, okay. we're going to spy. And, you know, one year you're talking to the same guy or you're dating this guy. He has not gone to Dubai. Ah, yeah. I, brother, I thought, like, I, what's what's happening? You know, it, it's it's, and I I had this this happened to me last year. It was so hilarious. So it's like, oh, um, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. Okay, no problem. Like, I'm I'm genuinely, I like. Oh God, it's really bad. But I like to challenge, especially men. Mm-hmm. Explain, please. Oh God. So so for example, let's say you say. I'm a the if you what you do, you're an architect. Okay. Let's uh-huh. say I'm a you're an architect, right? Uh-huh. Tell me about architecture. Tell me about what you do. You know, let me hear how smart you are. Let me, you know, let, let me see if you really I don't know anything about what you do, but teach okay. me about it. Do you understand? Okay. And sometimes okay. you don't have the, the capacity to do that, and it's very frustrating. It really is. It really, really is. And so you're just like, oh, okay, this one is okay. You sell. Let's say you sell. Um. You sell goods, container, goods, goods. container. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so how does the container get to Nigeria? Do you know? Do you understand? Okay. Okay. You just, just I, I see what you're saying. Like that. They're very stimulating. I mean, some not everybody's like me, right? But just it's just very attractive in my opinion gotcha you like to know the nitty-gritty you want like let let me know you're passionate about what you do exactly tell i I got it 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 it's important okay what about you very challenged um i don't mind being challenged because i generally 
take pride in speaking on what I know. So I'm, I'm not really a bullshitter like that. Um, but as far as as far as like guys keeping uh, keeping the same energy or maintaining certain energy, does does that apply to, for example, let's say you meet a guy, you know, you, you guys get talking. He, he has money and he's, you know, treating you nice, taking you to, to Shiro and wherever else you like to eat and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, like, things change now because you get into a relationship. He can't necessarily sustain that energy because he feels like he's comfortable with you. You guys have established a routine. Mm-hmm. There's no need to, like, maintain that level of excitement he had in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that guy bad? Or bad? Is he wrong? for for quote-unquote switching up or is that just perfectly normal oh that's an interesting question mm. oh that's a lot of women, a lot, yeah because a lot of women i've heard complain about that like they mm-hmm. tell the guy oh man you're not you're not the same when we first met oh shit was so exciting we used to do this we used to do that mm-hmm. but is that really a realistic expectation to have after you know, six months, one year of dating, two years. It's not. I'll tell you, it's not. Mm. I think people live in a fantasy where they think how it was from the first moment or the first couple of months, it will be six months, a year, two years later. No, it's not. Guess what? Because the reality is people, both men and women enjoy the chase. And when we both get ourselves, we do both become complacent. It's reality. Yeah. She might not always look as nice all the time. Talk about because, it. Because yeah. guess what? She's got her man. She yeah. was trying to woo you. She was trying to attract you. So um, she was trying to attract you. So she was always putting her best foot forward. She was going extra. True. Just like you, just like you were, the guy. True. You were doing what you needed to do to impress her, to win her over. Because let, let's be real, that's what the man does. The man will ensure he does the necessary to mm. get the prize that is the woman the woman will do the necessary to ensure she continues piquing the interest of the man until they are together when they are now together after some time they become complacent it's it it's it's just what happens however okay mm-hmm. after some time you see there's nothing wrong with the complacency but this is where you guys now have to make the effort from both sides, not just yeah. one. Both people have to make the effort to, you know, spice it up again. Because that's in relations, I've been in relations, it happens 1000%. So I'm like, yeah. you know what? We have gotten kind of complete. We have gotten kind of boring doing the same thing. Then you now have to work to spice it up. It's mm-hmm. what happens for crying out loud. Look at our mothers and fathers that have been married. Yeah. It happens. I remember when my dad was trying to woo my, uh, woo my mom. I've seen the pictures. I've seen the notes. I've seen the love letters. I've seen it all. <laughs> Nigga is not writing any love letters in 2021. It's oh, not because he's not keeping the same energy, though. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You know, so I think it's a very unrealistic expectation that complacency will not set in. Of course, it will set in. But how mm. you now react to it is then what speaks volumes. And you have to be self-aware to react yes. to it you have to be self aware yes. because some people let themselves go and they don't know you know mm. they, they, they're, they're not aware of it they're, and they, mm. they want to drag you down I was talking to my friend earlier about this her man is in a funk 
Mm-hmm. And he's trying to, I don't want to say he's trying to drag her down, but like it's rubbing mm-hmm. off on her and she doesn't want that to happen to her. Do you understand? Of course. He's not self-aware. He doesn't know that he's in a funk. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it, it takes a certain kind of awareness in yourself to be like, maybe I am drinking a bit too much. Maybe I mm. am putting on a bit too much weight. Maybe I mm. should, you know, not do this. Maybe, you know. Yeah. But you see, with the self-aware thing, I agree with it, but a lot of us men, for example, let's say your woman is letting herself go. She's mm-hmm. not. And I'm going to tell you something now, man. A lot of you men are very unrealistic. You want to wake up with your woman dolled up, hair did, makeup on. It's very unrealistic. Trust me. I like seeing my woman in the cornrows. Let me see that cap. Let me see you with no makeup. I have no problem with that because we live in a real world. Yeah. Women yeah. do not go to sleep, go to bed with a face full of makeup. But, okay, so the woman is now letting herself go, you know, and she's not really taking care of herself and all that, and she's pretty much gotten lazy. A lot of guys don't really know how to now speak to the woman. Yes. And let her know, because women are very sensitive, right? Mm -hmm. So, well, Mm -hmm. even men are sensitive. We just act out a different way. So, how does the guy now speak on that? Like, oh, babe... You know, you're not really um, taking care of yourself, or you know, you're 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 not looking as nice as you should. Like, what do you say? Awkward as fuck. Sometimes you don't have to say anything. Huh? So she's just gonna keep looking like a bum. What did you say? She's just gonna keep looking like a bum. No. Sometimes you don't have to say anything. So if she's letting herself go, and you, for example, it depends on the woman. Some women like to be told, but. I'll, I'll speak from my my own perspective if you're if you know you feel like she's letting herself go she's you know she's not taking care of herself um in a way that she should it depends on her love language right if she likes words of affirmation you tell her you know um babe i think you know but if she likes gifts or acts of service you book her a day at, at the salon and when she sees herself she will know what you're saying. It's it, it's not mm. everything you have to say. Interesting. When she, okay. When she, it depends on her love language, and that's why you, people need to sort of communicate and say these things early on, so that they know if she likes mm-hmm. acts of service. The fact that you took time out to book her a day at the spa or at the salon, or to call the lady who does her nails, it is going to say so much, and then trust me from then on she will be more sensitive to that interesting yeah. mm-hmm. hmm. yep okay okay yep um love language yeah try Plenty things what, what is writing it down what, what what is what is your love language talk to me Yes, I'm not talking to Khalid. I'm asking for fucking... <laughs> <laughs> what, what the hell is love language? <laughs> um, Excuse my my most important love language is acts of service. I like acts of service. So yeah. So you like dominating a man? I don't understand. What are you talking? No, about? So acts of service. Why? Are you okay? Like I don't understand this guy. Um, what do acts of service? Like, is he your slave? I, uh, no. What do you mean? <laughs> so acts. I mean acts of service. So you know how, um, so acts of service is important for me to do and it's important for me to receive. Um, so things like 
if I'm if I travel and I'm coming back and you come and like pick me up from the airport or if you know there's something wrong with my car and you offer to like take it to the mechanic or Khalid you see was I wrong slave was I wrong there's no slave here I would do the same thing whenever my sister comes back from 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 England I go and pick her up not because sister it doesn't matter it doesn't matter not because there's no driver but because I want to see her and because I enjoy doing things for the people that I love okay Mm. so it really is yeah. When I'm coming to Lagos, you're picking me from airport. Thank I did, you. Didn't I offer the last time? What are you talking about? No, you did yes, not. Yes, I did. <laughs> okay, I really here did. we go. Mm-hmm. So if, if a guy if a guy says uh, his love language is act of service, and he says you know by service he means you know he responds to his woman cooking and cleaning for him every day, yeah. even after coming back from work. You know, for him, for him, that's love. Yeah. You're, you're cool with that? I'm fine with that, 100%. Oh, oh your great. Wi- okay. Your women are losing their mind with you saying this, Toma. I mean, uh. the thing for me is that I enjoy to do those things because, like I said, acts of service. It's important for me to do acts of service and it's important for me to receive acts of service. I like cooking for my family. I like baking for my sisters. I like cleaning. I like that. Those are things that I like to do. They gratify me, right? Right. So if 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 I were with someone who okay. I actually loved, I've never been in a relationship, so obviously that's another table for another day. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> I've never I don't <laughs> I've never liked somebody enough to be in a relationship with them. Really interesting. Well, that's story for another day. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I were to like someone or to love someone to the extent that you know we're in a relationship, you, first of all, you can never be hungry. You can never, mm. never you, love it. You will never be hungry. You will never be you will never not like be okay because i will like shower you with like words of affirmation and stuff like that that is those are the things that i like to do so it will be reflective in whatever i do so cooking cleaning all of that it's all possible it's really if if you don't like to cook or clean as a woman that's fine but these are the things that i mean i like to do oh that's really nice. interesting yeah I, I don't know i don't know what my love language is hmm um, how do you find out there, there's a, there's, a, there's an actual test i'll send you the link <laughs> oh, of, course, of course there's a if I, i'll do the test for you actually <laughs> oh god it's gonna be some bullshit it's, it's gonna make me look oh god okay interesting um so Toma, if this guy does these things it said your love language, what well, he fulfills your love language. Is that like a deal breaker for you? Are you good to go? Like, if he does it? or if he doesn't. If he does, fulfills your love language, is he good to go? Can you date him? Is that, is that it? Is that the only criteria? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to find out. Like, what else is it? Because you just said love language. So if he does that, is he closer to dating you? Would that be a gateway to dating Toma? Um, so for me personally, I think it's, it's a mixture of a few things. So first of all, I have to be attracted to you as a person, not physically, but just, I have to be drawn to you as a person because I get bored very easily. So if I'm not, Bloody very hell. Active, it's, it's, okay. it's really God. I'll, I'll find <laughs> male. <laughs> I get bored very easily. I can like, like I've literally gone into a house party and liked someone and by the time 
we had finished with the house party, I was like, oh no, hell no. I That's what I'm saying. You knew, you, you knew you wanted to fuck her. You knew. But he did something that put you off. That's what happened. Whatever. Whatever, fine. That's fine. You actually know the person. Well, that's the story for another day. Um, God damn. So, it's, it's a thing of, I have to be attracted to you. I have to, we have to be compatible. And then the love languages thing. Okay. Do you believe in that bullshit star sign and all that nonsense? Yeah. No, I oh. don't. Mm, I do with a pinch of salt. Oh, God. It's the big, it's I don't the biggest cock and bull. It's, it's, it's just interesting. It's the biggest cock and bull. Oh, he's a, he's a Sagittarius, blah, blah, blah. He can't do this. We can't work. Like I'm, no, I'm, no, no, I'm no, toxic because this is my stuff. So no, you're just a horrible person. <laughs> oh, t- typical yeah, Gemini. Exactly. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Apparently, Gemini's the worst stuff. Oh, for crying out loud! I think because people, it's you see, it's a mental thing because people get so invested in it. Anything that is spewed makes sense well, yes yeah. it makes yeah, sense yeah, you know course, so that's what yeah. i think is i don't believe in that cockaboom and date who you want to date and just yeah. be compatible with that person don't just be compatible don't just and when uh, i speak about compatibility i talk about sexually also this is huge <laughs> you need to be sexually compatible i'm sorry i mean i'm a bit of a prude but yeah you I have agree. to you yeah. have to know if you guys click in the bedroom one thousand percent. You don't want to get into bed and then you're trying to perform X, Y, Z, and she's on one, two, three. Like, nah. We need to know we're on the same level that you're willing to do this. I'm willing to do this because guess what? There's some girls. I'll tell you. Yeah, um, I don't suck dick. There's some guys. They'll tell you. Yeah, I don't. I don't eat pussy. Mm-hmm. Who? Which guy is that? You? Wait, what? Are you serious? Come on. There are men out here that still. I've heard many, many guys say that, especially, especially in like in nineties rap music. They're like, I don't go down. You see it as like emasculating to go down on a woman. That's 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 very unfortunate. Like I hey, but the people see that's why you you have to be such a possible. Really hope my mom doesn't listen to this. Hey, hi mom. Hi. <laughs> um, so yes, I think that's a, that's a huge thing. That's a huge thing. Um, if you guys don't know what you guys are like, or if you guys don't know if you guys fit, actually, they're gonna be problems. It's one thing, you know, being great outside, physical. You guys get along, but you get into the bedroom, you don't gel because eventually it will cause problems. Eventually, somebody yeah. will look elsewhere. Sorry, yeah. it will happen. It's sad. It's For sure. sad, yeah. but it will happen. You have to, especially if you don't eat pussy. Like, what the fuck? Hey, the people and the girls that don't suck dick, like, it's sad. Okay, so hey, the, the, can we cut this part out? Can we look? I used to be one of those people. Okay. Okay. We're not cutting but this then, part out, but carry on. Person. Oh, if you please. absolutely no, this is not, crucial content. It is. This is content. We're trying to get our followers. We're trying to get verified. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the okay. person. Understand- no, understandable. Hundred percent. There are just some people you really want. You really want to do okay. it. Like, trust me. It's just like, you know what? Like, yeah. It's. It, I. I need to do this. Wait. Is it? Is it like a cleanliness thing or what? No. No. It's not. It's. It's, it's an attraction thing. I but why are you fucking? It's him? an attraction thing. 
what? Because I would imagine this is what? someone who you're with, you're fucking, but you're not, you know, giving head to. Um, oh, okay you know why you why while you think i'll answer yeah um for me khalid what i'll say is that during my whole days premium Mm -hmm. days just fantastic days Mm -hmm. uh when i say fantastic don't get it twisted where i'm at right now is even better than that i'm in a great nice save i'm in a great relationship black love conquers all you Yay. know, black love, not that, <laughs> not not that Quavo, Saweetie bullshit we have going on. This, okay. this is real black love, you know. <laughs> anyway, when I was doing that, I didn't even kiss these girls. No, I didn't. I didn't kiss them. I didn't eat this, their pussy. Yeah. I didn't eat their pussy. That's were you? Were you? If you don't mind, was it was it raw? Hell no. Oh, so so if it's not, then I understand that. But I'm talking about people who you see, but what this conversation has gone in a completely different direction. Yeah, totally different. What I'm talking about, what I'm talking about is girls you're just messing with. I'm not talking about now be dating someone, dating someone and just messing with is very different. If Mm -hmm, I'm dating mm -hmm. for me to date someone, then I give you all of me. I'm referring to just messing around or whatnot. So that's where the sexual compatibility compatibility comes in. Okay. So that, that, that's, okay. that's what that's what I'm referring to. I'm not. It, it, I can't date you and then say I'm not eating your pussy. I'm not kissing. Mm. Gotcha. Hell no. That doesn't yeah. make sense. But if you're just hey, one of those we went clubbing as you said, I chided you outside the club. I don't oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nigga, yeah, okay, okay, I'm okay, not okay. putting my that's mouth good. anywhere near there. I've seen some horrible things. I've seen a guy, a, a guy and a girl going to the bathroom, sloppy toppy. She did it. She swallowed. Five minutes later, another guy's here. Another five minutes later, another guy's tonguing her. I'm like, mm. and you ask me why don't I kiss? That's why I don't kiss. I don't trust them. And you sh- and they shouldn't trust me too. Don't get it twisted. They shouldn't trust yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So anyway, Thomas, now you've had time to think. Go on. Oh no, are we back? Oh, we're back. No, we're back to you. Okay, so the thing for me, because I've never been in a relationship, mm-hmm. I've just really liked people. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So it depends the level of attraction. Um if I'm really, really, really attracted to you, and if you're like really, really, really assertive, I just it's it's a don't it's a, oh god, it's not a dominance thing. It's, it but it's like a man. It is. I get it. I get it. It is. Do you get I it? Do. I, I, I get what you. Okay. Do you guys get it? Okay. I get what you mean. Okay. Interesting. It's like okay. Yeah, yeah. It's oh god. <sighs> My whole life. Oh, okay. It's, okay. it's okay. It's a safe. It's a safe it's space. A safe space. Don't worry, man. <laughs> it's a safe space. This is therapy. There you go. It, it, it sounds like, therapy. but yeah. So that's what I'm referring. Sexual compatibility. It's important. It's it's mm-hmm. it's key. A, a lot a lot of people might not want to say it, both men and women. But again, we're not condoning this act. But a lot of men and women cheat because of that. Yeah, one thousand mm-hmm. percent. They're not satisfied. Yeah. A lot of people like to say, you know, sex is not everything. It's not, but it's a big part. It's but it's something. Yeah. It 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 it, it yeah. Look, man. Come on. So yeah, so that's 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 really it, man. That's really it. Mm-hmm. Summer, well done. I'm our new guest. 
Yay! You did well. You did well. This was fun. This is very nice. Yeah, man. It's refreshing because hey, we we you know having this topic, it was important to have a female's point of view. You know, to let them know you're also a savage. So it's not just us. Oh, I'm not a savage. Okay. When when did I get oh, Okay, a we're gonna act like for one hour. I'm not, not a savage. How you're a savage? Okay, cool, no problem. I'm really not. Okay. I'm such an angel. Uh-huh. Guys. Yeah. Okay, it is. Realize. No problem, Thomas. Thank you so much for joining us. Lovely Thank you. to be here. Thank you, Ify. Thank you, Pat. Have a great Take day. Take it easy. Bye. 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 So that was interesting. So we had a we had a woman's point of view, which I thought was important for that particular segment. But we now move into something that is again triggering for a lot of people, and it's business and friendships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What what do you think about that business and friendships? Getting involved in business with your friend? Do you do you, do you recommend it? Or are you against it? So this is this is something that, man, it, it's a very difficult topic to to discuss because it's something that can really, really go both ways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And actually, actually, read an interesting uh, Forbes article on this uh, mixing business and friendships, and there there were two pros and two cons that I saw that I thought were interesting to discuss. So for the mm-hmm. pros, um, the article said that. When you're in business with a friend, for example, when the when the when operations are not going well, maybe when sales numbers are not looking that good, because you're you're partnering with your friend, that person actually cares about you. So that person has the ability to motivate you when you're down. The person knows knows you on a personal level, so he he or she understands like the right things to say to you to to get you back on your feet to be like, guy, come on, let's do this, like. Remember so so and so long ago when we were struggling, like we can overcome this kind of thing. So those words of affirmation, those motivational talks, they are better. They tend to be better received when they're coming from people who you know care about you. So, so when you're in business with a friend, that kind of thing can really really help, especially in Nigeria when you have a few ups and many downs. Many. And then. And then another, the second pro that I thought was worth mentioning from the article, it said that when you're in business with a friend, with a true friend who you like, aside from um, getting into business with, that it doesn't feel like work. Mm. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like you guys are, you guys are, you know, looking at sales numbers, you guys are churning financial data, you guys are thinking about how to expand into a new territory. It, because like it's your guy, it's your it's your it's your female friend. You guys are are pals. Mm-hmm, like you, mm-hmm. you just you laugh, you you drink, you watch football, you talk business. It's just another thing you guys do. It's mm-hmm. just an extension of your friendship, and in that sense, it can be really really amazing. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so so it even makes the day to day running of the business enjoyable because it's again, like I said, it's just it's just an extension of friendship. Yeah. But <laughs> there are a few cons when it comes to this shit, when it comes to getting Big into business. Bro, bro, business with friends tend to be way more emotional yes. than business with people who are not your friends. Yes. It is very, very easy 
to have disputes over money, disputes over who should get credit for what, disputes over maybe you guys are getting featured, a high, getting a high-profile feature in a big magazine, and you know you're you're having arguments over whose name should appear first. Mm-hmm. Who should should you guys both be re- um, referred to as founders, or should mm-hmm. one person be a co-founder? You know, I mean, should it be a 50-50 split when it comes to when it comes to profits, how profit is is divided? Yeah. When you're having those conversations with a friend and things don't go well, it could wreck two things, not just the business, but the business and the friendship. Yes. Yes. Because because for example, if something is not going well, right? Mm. And you know, it's not affecting the friendship. If you were having those issues with someone who wasn't a friend, you could just put that shit to one side and be like, guy, we're in business together. We don't like let's Simple. do what's best for you. Let's run Simple. it. Like Simple. forget all emotions. We're here to both make money. We're here to we're here to better our lives. But when you have friendship mixed up in that, it's not that simple because the friendship being damaged is absolutely going to affect the business. Mm-hmm. Normally, you, normally, you guys would talk about football, talk about going out, talk about you know your families and stuff, and then also mix in business conversations. But now you guys are not on talking terms. So how do you talk business? Fact, fact. How do you talk business? How, like, it's, it can be terrible. And then another big con is when you're in business with a friend, some people see business, um, getting into business with a friend as something that, that should be taken less seriously than if you were getting into business with someone who is not your friend. You know, you start making excuses that you would never make if you were in business with someone who wasn't your friend. You're like, guy, ah, guy, I'm your guy now. Guy, I borrowed money from the corporate accounts. Guy, now, ah, use me now. I'll return yeah. it tomorrow. Yeah. All that yeah. stupid, unprofessional, lax behavior that you would never, ever accept or indulge in if you were not friends with your business partner. But because you are, you're not taking it seriously. You think it's a joke. And yeah. that's going to fuck up the business. And ultimately, it's going to fuck up the friendship. So, bro, man, in terms of my own advice, where do, I, where do I fall on this topic? I would say that, to be honest, unless someone is, when I say friend, I mean like your, your brother, your sister, your blood who is not really related to you. Like the friendship has to be mm-hmm. super mm-hmm. strong and enduring. To the mm-hmm. point where you that trust level is there. To the point where you guys can go into business without necessarily even signing a contract. Mm-hmm. I'm talking that that kind of bond, that kind yeah. of brotherhood and sisterhood. Yeah. If you don't have that with the friend you're going into business with, as far as I'm concerned, I don't think that friendship is strong enough to survive if the business starts going belly up. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, man. So that's just that's just. I will. I'll add to that, and I'll say even with people that you believe are, you know, blood, family. I think it also depends on the kind of business because there are certain businesses where you be like, you know, because of how this person is, and because Mm. of the type of business. For example, let's say you want to start a club, and this particular friend is a womanizer. Because mm-hmm. of how he is, he 
might become very unserious. He might see it as a hunting ground for women. And then what will now happen is the business will suffer because he's not managing it like he should. He's just looking mm-hmm. forward to the nights like he's just a normal club goer. However, he isn't. So you might want to pick another friend that is not so. So it, it, it really depends. Um, but business with friends, it can definitely happen, but I think you have to be very smart. Yes, you have to have that very solid relationship. And again, like I just said, it all, the, you have to ensure that particular friend you're looking at going to business with his personality, his character, his traits will go well with the business you're bringing to the table. Mm. Okay. Another, another thing is um, how pick, okay, you know, because this is your business, this is, this is not, this might not even be the fault of the person or the friend you're getting in business. When something is your baby, it means more to you than it will mean to your friend. Mm. This is the reality. So you will take it very seriously. Not saying your friend will take it seriously, but mm-hmm. will they take it as seriously as you? Most mm-hmm. likely not, because this is your yeah. baby. You're bringing them. You're bringing them to the table. Like, look, I want to do this business, and I believe, you know, we can do this together. And again, because the person is your friend, and this is important, I think a lot of friends should learn how to say no to their friends mm. and, and not feel pressured into, you know what, we're friends. Oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's run it. Yeah. A lot of people just say yes, and then you get into it, and it's not really what you want to do. It's not really going with your schedule. You don't, it's not your baby. It's not something mm-hmm. you started. And the business now suffers. And I believe in that friends need, it does, man, I've seen very close friends, like you said, effectively blood, go into business and then it starts going sour. It just does because there's there's, there's money involved. There's reputation involved. This person will say, you know what, after all, I invested X amount. You didn't invest anything. So you can't mm-hmm. really talk to me like this. You know, this is the... It's hard, man. It, it's, it's, a, it's a tough one. So there is... Honestly, all I can say is just know the type of person you're getting in the business with. Like, know the dynamics. Know the role he or she will play. I think that's also very important. Yeah. Making yeah. sure each person knows their role and don't just generalize it. Oh, we're getting busy, we'll run this. No, no, no. You are going to be in charge of the branding. This is you. So if you, mm-hmm. if you make it clear, I think it makes life easier. Not saying it will lead to success, but you definitely mitigate some of the risks. Mm-hmm. Me personally... I like to, it might not be the right way, it might not be the wrong way, but I like to try and get the business started by myself first. Mm. I like to do that because I like to know the ins and outs of the business. I like to know what, what's working, what's not working, and try and somewhat gather some stability first. 
then where where I see I possibly need help is when I'm like, you know what, bro? This is what I'm doing. This is where I think you can fit in and really help and mm-hmm. aid the business. This is these are your skills, and I think this will suit you. Blah blah blah. And even at that, we have to have a conversation, and I need the person to be upfront. Is this something you think you can be, you, you'll be interested in? Do you is this something you want to do? Yeah. And go from there. That works for me. I get it. The people that get into business with friends, because the truth of the matter is they need funding. That friend has money. Yeah. That friend has it. So they get into business with the person. And I think that also needs to be made clear. If you want the person's purely for the funding, it needs to be made clear. Mm-hmm. Like, look, I need you because I need this. I need this to be funded. Then, but uh, this this will be your cut at the end of every month or every week. This is what you get back. That needs to be made clear. So that's where I that's where I think it is. I don't think it's right. I don't think it's wrong. This mm-hmm. is something that happens. It can be a very big success. It really can because you guys already have that dynamic. You are friends. You are like mm-hmm. so. It can really work. But like I said, there are certain friends. I said in a previous episode, you wouldn't take to certain places. And yeah. that same thing applies to some type of businesses. You wouldn't. I really think if people can, you know, at least get the ball rolling by themselves first, you know, I think they should do that. But then again, I understand people need investors to even get the ball rolling. But mm-hmm. if you can, it's not as it's not as easy, it's not easy to say, you know, Pick someone you don't know. Don't pick a friend. Because then, where's the trust? You don't know that person like that. You might not really trust that person. That person yeah. might have he or her agenda. So, yeah, man, it's a tough one. But it's sad because yeah. when, when businesses crumble, the friendship crumbles too. It just does. <laughs> you, f- you feel betrayed. You feel let down. You feel the person meant to fuck up. And you feel jealousy, bitterness. Like, why is he? Why is he getting this and I'm not? After all, mm-hmm. I'm the one doing this. Man, it's a tough one. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. But if you really See? get those friendships that are solid, bro, it's a breeze. Like you said, and those are the the friendships like that where you don't even have to sign a contract, mm-hmm. you, and you just get on with it, and it works and it succeeds. But yeah, sorry, you're gonna say something. Yeah, I, I like what you said earlier about about not being afraid to say no to your friends when it comes to business. It's mm-hmm. so, so, so important. Like I have yeah. to have to emphasize that because if you're friends with someone who is mature enough to handle rejection, they should be able to understand that if they come up to you, maybe they've heard about a business you're putting together and they want mm-hmm. to handle marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, and they and but you personally, you're saying to your you don't believe that they're reliable, like they're great, they're a great guy. You guys have fantastic nights out um, together. You know, you talk about your families, somebody that you can trust with your secrets. But mm-hmm. the person is not the most reliable, it's not, it's not punctual when it comes to meetings. The person is not um a stickler for deadlines for example and you don't want that kind of culture to creep into your your business that you're about to start up telling your friend 
no in that instance should not damage the friendship. It really okay. shouldn't. It, okay. it, it shouldn't. We need to be able to separate friendship from business, especially when it comes to early involvement in a business. Mm-hmm. We have to, we just have to be mature enough to handle that, that rejection. Hey, bro, we're still friends. Like you're my guy. I love you. There's no, no hard feelings mm-hmm. or anything, but when this it comes to this me. business, it's not, it's not for me. Like it's yeah. not for me or, or vice versa. It's not, it's not something I, I believe that is a good fit for you. Mm-hmm. Let's just um, continue to grow our friendship and keep things moving. It should be because I've seen this too many times where, you know, the friends have that difficult conversation and the friend that is rejected says, guy, what's wrong with you now? Guy, how, how long have I known you? Guy, mm-hmm. I'm good for this thing. Now, why are you treating me like this? Are you saying you don't trust me? It's not a trust thing. Mm. It's not a trust thing. It's a business thing. It's what is best for my business. Yeah. We, we, need, we need to be able to handle those conversations. Have to. One thousand, and it's so important to remove the emotion out of it. Just because mm-hmm. your friend says, "You know what? I don't think this is right for me." Don't take it personally. If anything, you should actually have res- greater respect for that friend that he was upfront with you, and it's like, "Look, this isn't for me." But a lot of people want to be yeah. emotional about it. Ah, what you don't want to get in business? Are you hating? Like, ah, what's this? Like, that's weird. That's that. No, it's not that. It just remove the emotion out of it. So yeah. That's, that's that's really what I believe on that topic. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but then, like we said, can the friendship be salvaged after that? <clears throat> this is man, communication is so important, and yep. you guys have to be. You have to leave it in the past. It's hard because when money is involved something is your baby and you believe because of my friend it didn't work mm. it's tough man it's really tough I, I've never been in that situation so I don't know Yeah, but it can't be easy because money's involved man when money's involved things things become a whole lot more dicey mm-hmm. can it be salvaged it can, but whew, you guys have to lay everything out on the table, be honest, and communicate. That's the truth. That's the truth. But the chances of it being salvaged are slim. <laughs> it's slim. Messy, man. It, it's, it's messy, man. It's, I don't wish that on anybody, man, because too many friendships get lost because of business. Too many. Too, too many. Um... <laughs> Okay, we now go on to posting your man or woman on the gram, social media. Ooh. Social media, you know, the 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 drug that's worse than cocaine. Yep. So, what do you feel about that? You, posting <sighs> a woman, do you post your other half on social media? I mean, I mean, obviously, just to clarify, I'm a ghost on social media, so I'm going to be speaking. <laughs> I'm going to be speaking about a hypothetical self where I was active on Instagram or on uh-huh. Twitter. Um, yeah. If I was, would I be posting my my woman on social media? I wouldn't, and I I'll tell you why. Um, I've just seen too many scenarios where guys 
have posted so much of their lives online. They posted their woman on her birthday. They're writing long as epistles, mm-hmm. you know, doing a collage of pictures and all that good stuff. Saying, oh, this is what you mean to me. Getting 300 comments with heart emojis and people saying, I love love and love is beautiful and black love. And it's all great in the moment. The endorphins are flowing. You feel, you feel like you're getting the attention you deserve. Mm. And then the relationship gets rocky. It mm. crashes and burns. Mm. And then you're, you're, you're scrambling, scrolling through your timeline, trying to wipe clean all evidence of that relationship, mm-hmm. trying to remove all your declarations of love, mm-hmm. you know, trying to start all over. And then maybe six months later, you meet someone else and then you now start posting that new person. It just mm-hmm. makes you look unserious. It makes <laughs> you look like, like an oversharer. Mm-hmm. To me, like just me personally, I don't really, I don't think, I don't think guys should be in that position. Guys, especially guys and girls, but for a man especially, I don't really respect men who overshare online. Too much of your life is online. You're too online. Mm, mm, mm. Like everything, people can, people know about you. People know when you started dating your babe. People know her name, her favorite dress. You know the first restaurant you guys went to. Like oh you the nickname you have for her guy. Mm-mm. Something should necessary. just be for you too. Something should just be That's for it, you guys. Because yeah. at the end of the day, all these people that you're posting your life on the gram for, mm. they don't really care. It's just content for them. All. They don't care, man. They don't. they really don't care. When a relationship crashes and burns, guess what will happen? They will move on to the next couple that is online and then double tap their picture and keep it moving. Yes, yeah. yes, and the truth is, a lot, a lot of people, a lot of people, mm. they're following you. They're following you guys, a couple, because the truth is, they, they can't wait for it to fuck up, mm-hmm. because then they're gonna post it on their group chats, like <laughs> after or after after he or she posted X amount of pictures, dropped this, blah, blah, blah. now look at them, they've broken up. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah. People can't, people can't wait for misery. That's social media. That's what keeps yeah. it going. That's the entertainment yeah. there. It's sad, but it's true. It, it is true. So I'm not saying, I'm just speaking about me personally. I'm not saying that it's wrong in every context to mm-hmm. ever post the person you're dating. No, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that at all. Mm-hmm. I would advise, so for example, for Instagram, I would just advise if you're going to post your girlfriend or boyfriend, I would say, you know, in my own non-expert opinion, you know, You should target target stories instead of your main Instagram page. It's less permanent. Mm -hmm. You know, people who you want to see and give, you know, and give you kudos, they can still do that, you know, but it's when it's gone, it's gone. As opposed to an image that you have to come back and delete later and people, it's been online for, for 40 weeks and people have seen it and it's just... It's, it can just be very, very messy and awkward when too much of your life is online and you're scrambling to reclaim it at the it's end true. of the day. It's true. It's, it's true. It's just, it's just messy. So, yeah. like I said, me personally, I, I am a ghost and wouldn't do that at all. But if you're yeah. going to do it, especially Instagram, target yeah. stories instead of your main page, man. Um, for me, personal experience, I've definitely, early relationship, yeah. Oh, my I remember. Oh, my <laughs> oh, I, I shared. I posted. Oh, God. I was, po- I was doing the lover boy, blah, blah.
bruh, I did it all. Then, fortunately, we broke up and I just had to go. And then you realize, there are a lot of pictures to delete. Jesus. You now have to delete everything. Make sure you don't leave one, blah, blah, blah. It was stress. Um. So for me, I don't believe there's a right or wrong way. Hey, do what makes you happy. However, I think it's important to leave some things personal for just you two. You mm. know, because yes, you can have 5, 10, 50,000 followers, but you see those 50,000 followers, probably 50 are your friends. So you're effectively sharing your personal life, something dear to you, with strangers. And Mm-hmm. And one of the people need to understand just because you don't post doesn't mean you're hiding anything. You're not. And you also shouldn't feel the need to prove or show anything. Very you key. To, you don't need to answer to anybody. Like right now, if anybody asks me on social media, blah, 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 like that question bubble, are you in a relationship? Yes, I am. Yes, That's it. But you, that's the problem I've seen with social media is because people share so much, they now feel the need to explain and justify mm-hmm. and cater to the requests of strangers. You know, yeah. I, I remember when a kind of a celebrity broke up with someone, whatever. Again, a celebrity, because human beings tend to be so invested with celebrities, and I blame social media for mm-hmm. that. He broke up and people were like, well, he owes us an explanation. After all, he shared everything in the relationship. So now he owes me. <laughs> what do you mean he owes you an explanation? <laughs> he doesn't need to tell you shit. They broke up. Shit happens. You know, and people need to understand just because people post their, you know, their relationship and you idiots want to term it couple goals, people go through real shit. Mm-hmm. people go through serious problems you know yeah. so I think that whole posting is very <laughs> it's, it's it's not a big deal do what makes you happy but I think some things need to be definitely kept personal to you too stop this mm-hmm. oversharing because there are evil spirits out there man that people that don't want to see you succeed the people that don't want to see you excel that people don't want to see you and your woman prosper. So mm-hmm. when you guys now crumble and they go through your page and say, he or she has deleted X amount, ooh, it, it, it's juicy tea for them. Nah, man, I even, I, I even told, I even go as far as saying, even family members, keep yeah. that shit to yourself. Like, yeah. you're, you're sharing, fam- because, man, the problem with social media is anybody can follow you. This is how a lot of people get robbed. Yes, because you guys are sharing. Like I, I I watched a story I think two three days ago where some person was literally recording his drive all the way to his house through his gate, the front door, and I'm like, boy, posting location. So stupid. It's so naive, man. This oversharing culture we have with social media because of content and followers. And it's sad, man. It's sad. But yeah, that's, that's what I feel on the matter. And 
Speaking of social media, I'm sure you've seen what we actually touched on the last topic. Um, Quavo and Sweetie. I was about to bring this up, actually, because it's, it's the perfect segue when you're talking about oversharing on social media. Nigga took his Bentley back. <laughs> That's pure Nigerian man behavior. Goddamn, ruthless. Nigga, it's a Bentley. He's not leaving it with a... Give my Bentley back, Jerry. Like, it's still in his name. He's going to be paying monthly. So what? You want her to have the Bentley and have another nigga driving the Bentley while he's paying? Look, nah, nah, but you starve. What do you think about this whole rubbish? Yeah, I mean, firstly, just to touch on this whole Bentley thing, it would have been been different if... uh, you know, it was an outright purchase and he just, he had given her the car and then he just took it back. Obviously, that wasn't the case. Some people were trying to make it out as if that yeah. was what the situation is. It wasn't. He was expected to make monthly payments. Yes. How in the world do you expect me to make monthly payments on a car for my ex-girlfriend? Doesn't Are you insane? Why, why, why would I do that? We're not talking about bags, <laughs> shoes. No. This is a car. I should be dropping like what I don't know how what the monthly payment was 50 50 racks a month, bro. Like, like just imagine if Quavo got into or gets into another relationship in two months and he has to explain to his girl that every month he's paying his you know his hard earned money, he can't give his girl this or give his girl that. Why because he's he's giving 50 racks to his ex to pay off a yep. car note. Yep. Like, are you being serious? Which which woman is going to accept that? Ridiculous. Come on, man. And I'm so s- yeah, go on. Yeah, and then um, as far as the whole oversharing thing, I saw a hilarious tweet where someone said, you know, Quavo and Sweetie have turned this their turned their breakup into some GSS two drama. Like, it's so ras and public, the way they're dragging each other. And for me, this was just a symptom of having a social media relationship. Yep. Why in the world is Sweetie telling us, you know, in a long epistle that Quavo cheated on her? I don't care about you. That's what I'm why you, saying. Why do you want me to go and beat him? Why, why are you telling me? That's what I'm saying, bro. They feel the what need are you to doing tell this us for? shit. Like, what are you trying to prove? We don't care. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, yeah, your relationship was public. You guys were everywhere together. Okay, that's fine. You you chose to do that. Whether was that right or wrong, I don't know. That's your problem. Mm. But the breakup, you're giving us a play by play where you guys are firing at each other online, and you're adults. Ridiculous. 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 Nah, like I, I would never be caught dead. Hell no. Never ever. I don't care about how what level of fame I have, what level of notoriety. I am not responding to you online for any reason. Nope. I'm not even the type right now to be sending people subs on WhatsApp stories or on Twitter. Like that shit is so dumb. I I will air you. You will be saying you'll be putting out cryptic tweets like, oh, I can't I can't believe it came to this. After so much time invested, are uh, all men this I I would not even hint at anything being wrong in my life. Why? At all. Because it is nobody's fucking business. Simple. Simple. Nobody's business. 
I don't I don't get it. I don't get the generation we're in, man. It's everybody feels the need to overshare. They feel the need to explain to strangers. They want to do back and forths online. Pick up the phone and do your back and forth, man. Like, mm-hmm. Do whatever you need to do. Um, the whole Quavo sweetie thing, you know, she said, well, what people were saying, I don't know if it's true, but hey, you know, every time he cheated on her, he bought her a gift. He bought her a Birkin. I see this. this is... I'm like, okay. That's okay. And? You sure took it. Uh-huh. So, should I feel bad for you? No, I'm sorry. I don't. I, I, I tend not to feel bad for women that go through this because he cheated. He bought you a gift. You stayed. You were happy. Mm-hmm. He cheated again. Again, I, this is allegedly. I don't know how many times he cheated if he cheated. But yeah. whatever. How many times he cheated? You stayed. You stayed. Now, all of a sudden, you want to come out and say, oh, I suffered. Oh, boo-hoo. He did this. Oh, but look, you could have left a while ago. You could have said, no, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want these bags. I don't want these racks. I don't want the jewelry. Look, man, it, I bet you people are all dumb. All dumb. You guys, I don't take any of you seriously. That's why when people say a couple goals is nonsense to me. Because this whole thing just reminds me or just shows me how childish all you guys are. You guys are just mm-hmm. childish. I'm sorry. But, man... Would I would I take my Bentley back? Absolutely. I'll take my Bentley back. <laughs> Hell yes. What? what? What look, we're not talking about a Honda. We're talking about a Bentley that he's paying quite a bit of money for out of his pocket. It's different mm-hmm. if he bought it for gave it to her. Cool. This is a nah, mm-hmm. no. Give me back my Bentley. Ba ba ba. Sorry. Look, um, the whole thing is just, yeah. Someone, someone, I saw a hilarious tweet. Someone was like, so even after the Birkin, this shit still didn't work? After all the Birkins? <laughs> That's it, man. But hey, couple goals. You guys want to keep falling for this nonsense. You want to keep falling for, Come on. for this rubbish, man. Boy, because guess what? Guess what, Amor? They've broken up, but I bet you in two weeks... He or she is dating someone else, and they've moved. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Or, or, or in two weeks, you find out that they reconciled like they, idiots. They're back together, you know. <clears throat> and then guess what? You guys feel betrayed. I remember it was like the um, Tristan Thomas and Chloe Kardashian nonsense, where where everyone was insulting Tristan. Oh, he's this guy. Oh, to hell with him. Chloe now gets back with him, and all of you guys look foolish. Mm-hmm. Man, social media, I bro, I don't know for people, man. I don't know. I don't know. It's, these these rules, I call them social media rules and regulations. I don't know. Mm-hmm. This did people did people really think? Just back to this Quavo and Sweetie yeah. thing for a second. Did, did people really think that a relationship that started with Quavo saying, you so icy, I'm a glacier boy. Did people really think that that, that, was, that was like a foundation for a long-lasting, serious relationship? Like, this is these people are completely unserious people. Like, we should... Bro. We can't be holding them to real standards. They're idiots. Bro. They, oh, man. Because... 
when you look at social media, when people say goals, I look at the pictures they put goals on the, and it's he bought her a Bentley, he gave her a mm. hundred racks for her birthday, he got a Birkin, he did all this. And I'm just like, so all you guys are telling me is I have to spend X amount for me to meet the requirements of a good boyfriend. Mm. So materialistic, man. It's so, man, it's horrible. These are your <laughs> this goals. This sounds like stress. And this is why a lot of you are still single. Mm-hmm. That's the truth, because you guys have this unreal expectation that he should do the same things Quaver is doing. I remember someone tweeted something so perfect, and it was like, um, you're placing such expectations in an average Joe. Meanwhile, these guys are millionaires. These guys yeah. have X amount in their bank mm-hmm. account, and you're placing these same expectations. I remember so- when I read Michael B. Jordan, you know, he rented out an aquarium because Lori likes dolphins, and the person put it at the bottom. You see, it's the little things. Excuse oh you? The little things? Renting out an aquarium? This is why a lot of you are single, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What social media has done to the world in every aspect is it's disgusting. It's people, scary. People have lost scary. touch with reality. Mm-hmm. People hop on social media and follow celebrities and think their average other is working a normal nine to five should provide this. It doesn't work like that, man. It doesn't. And the same goes for men. A lot of men see what a lot of women look like on social media and put this expectation on them. How mm-hmm. the moment you see you see a lady post, oh no filter, I woke up like this. She has a face full of makeup on, she's curled like, her hair. And then a lot of guys human, look at it. Human beings don't look like this. Look, guys, let me tell you something. Speak There's no it. woman on earth who looks like what she actually what you see on Instagram in real life. Nope. And I when I say when I when I say looks like um what you see on Instagram, I mean if you catch that woman in the morning, she has no makeup, she has sleep in her eyes, or mm-hmm. she's just had a bad day, or yeah. it's been raining, rain has been beating her for an mm-hmm. hour, mm-hmm. or she, you know, she's just tired, yep, or she's not wearing makeup. Yep, she's Women, in a bummy outfit. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every single woman on this earth has days when she looks like trash mm-hmm. has days when has serious flaws she has she has eye bags she has one titty bigger than the other she has like this we 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 have to throw in the trash this idea that we you know we should hold women to the standard of what we see on instagram mm-hmm. immature like most of these most of these pictures are edited let me tell you that heavy most, if, not, if not all Bro, heavily by four apps, four apps <laughs> before we throw it on Instagram. Heavily, it's unrealistic. I'm sorry. People think women wake up. They say, "I woke up like this." No, you didn't. You woke up. No, you didn't. Bad kicking morning breath. You mm-hmm. got you got eye shit coming out of your eye. Like mm-hmm. let's let's be real. It's man, I bro. I'll wake up next to my woman. She has no makeup on. She's got her cornrows yeah. out. Like. And I have yeah. no problem with it. I'm sorry. 
if you guys don't she's, find, she's a real person she's a real person you guys i don't know man i don't know what you guys think women look like on a daily basis i'm sorry it's it's stress for women to put themselves together it's actually mm-hmm. stress this is why a lot of women are always late because they put in that work to look really nice and you think from the moment they wake up they are going to put that stress to what to go to the shop down the um down the street to pick some groceries mm-hmm. up they're not to chill at home they're not a lot of these pictures these women post let me tell you now they've been saved up in their camera for like six weeks or if not months just waiting mm-hmm. for the perfect time to fire it away bro i remember i was um someone was posting you know again i follow thoughts i follow holes so she was posting pa, pa, pa. i was like okay this is cool all of a sudden she's pregnant i'm like what i felt betrayed i'm like so all this while you've been posting these hot pictures in the beach you've actually been at home pregnant and like yeah yeah so that's what i'm saying like real life happens so don't yeah. don't follow the pictures as a timeline of what's actually going nah man mm-hmm. you guys got to do better and same with women a lot of these guys you follow Hey, they're, they're showing you, they're putting the best foot forward, man. A lot of them are going mm-hmm. through Russia. A lot of them are broke. A lot of them are going yep. through life like a normal man would, the pressures of life. You know, so, man, let's just, let, let's stop taking things as truths that we see on the app. They're not. They're not. It's sad that this has to be pointed out to adults, mm-hmm. but it does. It does. So I yeah. think um, the perfect way to actually end is you spoke about flaws. So mm. this is, you can answer it in 10 seconds, one minute, whatever, just quickly. You know, um, what is your one flaw? Um, I have many flaws, but the one I'm going to pinpoint now is my inability to keep in touch. I would say it's my biggest flaw and it's something that has cost me the most Mm -hmm. because, I mean, we we live in a world where if you want to make money, if you want to strike business deals, networking is key, is king. Yeah. You know, you have to have a a decent, a wide social circle. Unfortunately, over the years, I've been the kind of person who, if you're not in close proximity to me, more often than not, Mm -hmm. we're just going to lose touch. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not going to put in that work. I'm not going to sustain the relationship. I'm not going to check in Mm -hmm. as often as I should. Mm -hmm. And I think the primary reason why I've become like this is because, you know, in in my late teens, you know, I think I've touched on this in a previous episode. In my late teens, I used to I used to be the one trying to sustain friendships that were were dead and gone, dead and buried, Mm -hmm. that should have been left in the past. So it's almost like I've become jaded. So now I've I've gone to the opposite extreme to where <laughs> I'm like, yo, <laughs> once I'm out, if I'm if I'm no longer working here or I'm no longer, you know, playing tennis at this club where we met, like, mm. nigga, you're, you're done. Yeah, you're done. You're done. You know, and I and I know it's definitely not the right approach because at the end of the day, man, we need people. You never know when yes, you're going to need someone. We you never do. know when someone is going to be important to you. We do. So it's it's just it's it's just nice to check in once in a while. Unfortunately, I don't do that as often as I should, and that is definitely, definitely, definitely my biggest flaw. Okay, interesting, interesting. Um, for me, 
I would say mine is I suppress a lot. Mm. Um, so I could be going through something and I just suppress it, just push it down, deal with it constantly. Mm. And it's so unhealthy. I know it's so unhealthy. I tend to be the person that is there for people. I'm always there for people, always there to advise you. But on the other hand, I don't really share anything or tell people when I'm going through stuff. I just smile and get on with it and deal with it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it then builds up and I might just effectively just have a, I don't want to say a breakdown, but one of those days where it's just too much and I just want to stay in bed and not do anything and just it ruins yeah. my whole week. So that's definitely mine, suppressing and it's something that I am trying to improve on because I think it's important to speak to someone about, mm-hmm. you know, when you're dealing with stuff because, hey, we're men. We know the pressures of life. We know the pressures, mm-hmm. especially being Nigerian men in this current climate. Mm-hmm. So mine is definitely suppressing stuff. I'm always the go-to for people, but do I then speak to people when I'm going through stuff? No, I don't. I really don't. Yeah. But with my lady, it's something I'm trying to improve on. So when I'm going through something, I pick up the phone, I talk to her, I vent, you know, because after all, she can vent to me. My people can vent Mm -hmm. to me. So why can't I now, you know, vent to them? So that is definitely my one flaw, suppressing stuff. And I'm sure a lot of people like that. We suppress (laughs) stuff because, hey, it's it's easier to deal with that way. Just push it to the side. But eventually it comes back to bites in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, man. That's that's that's, mm. that's really it. So, bro, as usual, how would you like to close out? Hmm. I'd like to close out. I'd like to close out by saying, once again, when it comes to talking to women, guys, stick to your strengths. Mm. Please stick to your strengths. For example, I have never in my life been the kind of person who was comfortable, you know, walking up to a woman on the street, striking up a conversation and, you know, hitting it off and getting her number. Mm -hmm. It has never really been, it's not really my personality. Mm -hmm. It's not really my style when talking to women. My interactions with women are more situational, more natural than that. I don't really like forcing the issue. So, so I've known that that is not my strength. So you will never see me acting a fool at a grocery store, talking to a woman who's behind me at the checking counter. So mm-hmm. guys, stick to your strengths, know what you're good at and avoid looking like a goddamn fool. Yeah. So that's a good one. For me, know who you get in the business with. Don't care if you believe that's blood, that's family, that's my real nigga, that's my rider. That, look, 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 look. Mm-hmm. Know who you get in the business with. And to make life easier, create clear and defined roles. So that's it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yep. guys, thank you for listening. Been amazing. Been a Take great talk. Take it easy, guys. We'll catch you next week. Bye.